0: I'm your host, Dimitri Napoleon, and along with me, I am joined by my fellow co-hosts, Hannah McElroy, Hudson French, and Zach Miller. How's it going, guys? I'm doing pretty good. Not
1: too yeah, bad right, for a Sunday. All right. Yeah, not too bad. Beautiful too day. Bad. Beautiful day.
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's um, it it's been a very uh, interesting week in uh, the the college baseball landscape. Um, as you know, it was opening week and opening day. And uh, so, we, we only got one weekend, and we already have upsets. And we already have all these uh, just, just complete, um, it's, it's been a circus. And Nichols State already upset at number 11 ranked LSU last Thursday, marking the first win on the road against the Tigers since 1994. Uh, some notable pitchers was Terry O, who pitched 5.1 innings and only surrendered one run on two hits. D.H. Braden... Hobert clinched the game with a two-run bomb, and the Colonials fought off a bases-loaded situation to maintain the lead for the entire game. Number two, Florida upset top-ranked Miami, and Tennessee defeated the Red Raiders of Texas Tech in the Round Rock Classic. So, what's going on in the top 25 college baseball? We have Miami, Florida still at number one. And Florida number two, Louisville at three, defending college baseball champs Vandy at number four, Georgia, Texas Tech, Arkansas, Auburn, Michigan, and Mississippi State round up the top ten. Um, you no, know, right off the bat, we notice almost the entirety of the SEC is literally is representing uh, is representing uh, the college baseball landscape. And uh, uh, next week we will discuss some extra extra updates with uh, the college baseball. and um, that's basically all we have right now uh, for college baseball. And of course, moving on to the more professional aspect of baseball. We have spring training. And you know it's been a interesting it's, it's been a very wild, interesting spring training to begin. Um, lots of controversy, a lot of, lot of unfortunate weather situations. and uh, what's been going on?
2: Yeah, so spring training has officially started. And like you said earlier, uh, almost all of the Arizona league got rained out yesterday. Um, The Florida league was fine, luckily. So all of those games got to go on like they were supposed to. So the Cubs beat the Athletics 12-2. So that was kind of crazy, especially since I think a lot of people projected the Athletics to maybe come out. But then again, it is spring training. So they're really giving those players who haven't gotten a chance to shine that time. The Astros showed up, and I think this is probably the most interesting aspect of spring training. They didn't have any of their O.D. Uh, lineup starting that game, and fans were just very, very upset. They were loud, banging trash cans, and booing, especially interesting because these were prospects. These weren't even people involved in the scandal last season so it's crazy to see how much that's still going to be affected. I just
3: want to touch on that real Mm -hmm. fast. It was really interesting because obviously they didn't play any of their top guys. Probably running the risk of you didn't want your star players getting hit by a pitch because that was probably going to happen at least once or twice. And then a lot of people had signs that were hateful towards the Astros that got taken away and a lot of people got asked to leave because of their attitude towards the Astros and I think you're going to probably see that going forward spending training and definitely as regular season approaches
2: I definitely think that one of their biggest aspects or one of the biggest hurdles that the Astros really is going to have to get over is that mentality you know with the fans I'm sure their young prospects that are going to get brought up throughout the season are really going to have that mental road bro- block and have to get over that with people booing and bringing signs in, because that's something that we're going to see throughout the season no matter what with the way things have gone down, the climate with them, but at the same time, I think it's extremely well-deserved, and I don't have too much sympathy for right. players that get hit by pitches if you know fans bring in these signs that are not positive towards the organization. I think that that is well-deserved.
3: Yeah, and I think regardless, even if there had been this controversy, I don't think they would have played. I think spring training kind of like the preseason, you know, you don't want to play your top guys and run the risk of them suffering a long-term injury.
2: Yeah. And uh, their game today, they actually that just uh, finished up, and they actually lost today two to one. The nationals beat them. So I think that that is something positive that all us baseball fans can look for. The Dodgers also won. I know that they were people who were very upset and hurt by that scandal, so good for them. I think a really interesting thing that did happen, too, is the Tigers and the Phillies tied it up yesterday, and they're the only team to have a tie game. So yeah, far. you
3: don't ever see that in baseball. No. So, so talk, about, that that's, um, talk about odds of yeah. things you fight in Major League Baseball for oh, as long definitely. as it's been around.
2: Yeah, so I think it's very interesting to see a tie game, especially with those two teams. So that's about it, I think, honestly, with interesting things when it comes to spring training. I think so far it's just a lot of, you know, seeing what prospects can do and, of course, the controversy with the Astros, which we're going to see throughout the entire season. So next up I think we should really talk about, you know, AL East predictions. What are you guys thinking for that?
1: Well, uh, we're kind of doing this thing where we're going to, break down a division what we think for projections kind of deal um focusing on the al east i think uh the yankees uh pursuit of garrett cole can't really be understated you pair that with the the healthiness of john carlos stanton and aaron judge uh obviously the loss of dd gregorius might hurt but um glaber is going to fill him just fine uh i think at the top of that division you are going to go. The New York Yankees, I think that's kind of consistent. Just to, just to think at the mm-hmm. moment, if we have everybody healthy and we're thinking Luis Severino, Garrett Cole at the top of that rotation, that can be a scary good yeah. team if they stay healthy. Um, next up, I would probably go Tampa Bay Rays just because of what happened last year. What they were able to do with that team and go 96-66, and 66, I think that was pretty impressive with that core that they had and then they're bringing back guys like uh tyler glass now and austin meadows and uh they're, they're, there's a lot to be excited for in that organization uh third i think the red Sox will still be a decent team without mookie Betts. um like i said before i think the the whole team is still there you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't just Mookie Betts running the ship. The problem I see is the rotation. There's not a whole bunch of guys. It seems like Chris Sale and everybody else. Um, like I said, though, you have Benintendi, Verdugo when he's healthy, JBJ. You've got Devers. You've got Bogarts, Chavis. This is a good team. And I think uh, middle of the pack, maybe wild card if they are able to pull it together, especially under this new coach. Um they could they could very well pull themselves within second or third range. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Uh fourth, I, I definitely think the Blue Jays uh will place above the Orioles here. Uh you think about the youth that they have going on there um with you know the the, the sons of those great stars like Kevin Biggio, uh Vladimir Guerrero, um, and uh Bo Uh th- those those guys are those guys are serious players. And I think the top of that lineup is good, but I think the bottom half of that lineup is very bad and <laughs> so we kind of see like a contrast uh they've got to learn to play well with each other that rotation is not good uh i think four out of the possible five had a uh, four plus era last year and i don't think uh, unless they can get it together or they get like someone like Derek johnson as a pitching coach uh i don't know how they're going to pull that together but i have them pulling around the fourth spot and lastly the Baltimore Orioles. That's the only team I look at. And honestly, I don't know who is on the field. I'm disappointed. If I if I was if I was to say something straight to the front office of the Baltimore Orioles, I don't know what you're doing. I, I have no idea what you are doing. They're gonna pull in around the bottom, uh, around you know where. Sorry, to meet you, but I expect the Pirates to be, uh, and I expect the Marlins to be. Uh Jose Iglesias will be a bright spot for sure. Uh very very much uh that 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 fielding, that glove that you just love to see flashy. Uh he batted around 300 all last year and I think he ended with a 290 uh batting average which is this is great. Uh, it was career high in many places. So I think uh rounding out that uh bottom of the AL East will definitely be the Baltimore Orioles. Now I will open up the floor for further opinions on the lineup. Yeah,
0: yeah
3: I couldn't sorry, couldn't, sorry, couldn't no, really agree more with uh, Hudson. I think Obviously, coming in, the Yankees are the favorite. They're one of the favorite. They're like the betting favorite to win the World Series. And when you got a team that's as stacked as they are, with Stanton and Judge, and with Garrett Cole and Tanaka and all their all their pitchers, I mean, there's there's no room to fail here with the Yankees. And being the Yankees and being in New York, the, the 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 failure like the ability to fail is very very slim. You can't accept that. It's, I think the ALEs is going to be very interesting to watch because you're going to have arguably the best team in the league and the worst team in the league in the same division. Mm-hmm. I just remember watching the Yankees and Orioles last year and watching how like, it was clearly the two teams were going in different directions, and I just think it's going to be almost like, uh, like a scrimmage essentially for the Yankees mm-hmm. this year against the Orioles because the Orioles are going to be so bad. But Tampa Bay made a surprise last year. They surprised a lot of people, including myself, getting into that wild card game, and they – Seem to have most of those pieces back, which should help them. And I think they should get into wild card. They should be in the mix for a wild card spot, and maybe slowly challenge the Yankees a little bit. Uh, we'll see. Boston's probably going to finish right around three, just because of the talent that they've lost. Toronto, very young, and uh, obviously more uh, more put together than Baltimore. And Baltimore going to finish last, and probably last in majors. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I'm going to agree with you guys with the Yankees at the top and Orioles at the bottom. I think the Yankees really kind of added some final pieces, some final tweaks that they needed to, especially with pitching. And, you know, you can't diss Garrett Cole. I think he's going to be a great addition. I hope that they can continue to stay healthy. I mean, last year they had a lot of injuries, especially with Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton. But even when they were hurt, they still were fine. Like The Yankees yeah. still pulled through. So I think even with that health, they are easily going to win their division. And I think that they're World Series bound.
1: That's where I was. Oh, sorry. I, no, you're good. That that's where I, I was going to come from. After that, I was going to say they. It seemed like mm-hmm. they had the 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 proverbial second team up yeah. a lot of the a lot of the time, but they were still ballers. Yeah. They were still monsters at the plate. Quote they unquote. Still challenged
3: the Astros for top spot. In exactly. You
1: saw guys like Glaber rise up, and I'm just like.
2: I just think that this is really going to be their year. I think they have a new fire under their belt. I think the Dodgers do, too. Hmm. But, you know, we're not talking about the NL right now. Um, But where I'm going to switch it up with you guys in the middle is I don't think the Blue Jays are going to finish fourth. I think they're going to finish third. And I am a big advocate of young players. I am. Think, well, I Here, let me start here. I think the Rays are going to go wild guard. They surprised us last season. I think that they'll put it together again. But I think that the Blue Jays are going to finish on top of the Red Sox. With their pitching staff, they added Ryu, and he is a veteran player that has consistently done well. And I think by adding that morale and maybe having him come in and do some tweaks with their pitching coach, that the rest of their staff can really up their game. And I think we're going to be surprised by them. I think they're going to put it together.
1: Uh, they, they
0: added a, they, they they personally they added a lot of depth in mm-hmm. uh, their rotation is almost completely retooled. Ryu is new. Tanner O'Rourke is new. Uh, Chase Anderson is new. Almost that's three guys that they didn't have in their rotation last year. The mm-hmm. Red
2: Sox for me, they, I just they're not really doing it for me. Like yeah, they still have some of their key pieces, but I just don't see the morale. The way that I yeah.
0: used to, I don't <laughs> see the team. Mookie, Mookie
2: was a
1: keystone player. Yeah, and um, I, I, ha- I have something for this. All right. Okay, so tell us, tell us. You, three, three, quote unquote, new guys. I when I look at that, it, it, it reminds me. Here's one of my one of my things. I like to put it put it in a oh, yeah yeah <laughs> a, a comparison. Yeah. Uh This is like when you get gifted a gift, like like say say you get like a used iPod, you know, that came out like okay. five years ago, okay. and your parents are like, look, it's new, and you're like, no it's not, and they're like, it's new to you, and that, that's how I feel about this rotation, mm-hmm. like yeah, they're new, and yeah, they're, you know, they can't I, I'm not impressed, like Tenorol was solid um, I don't think that I I don't know. I don't think that this rotation is considered short up or by Chase Anderson uh, and Tanner Roark. Uh, I like Hyunjin. I think he can be good. Uh, do I think he will be good in Toronto? No. Um, it, it just it just gives me that vibe like of a presence. Like oh, it's an avocado. Like that. That's exactly what you know. That that's exactly what I'm getting. This this that vibe from just the top three possible of Ryu Anderson and Roark.
3: Well. I think one of the interesting things that we're not looking at is Ryu brings in a championship level of, mm-hmm. like you know, experience. Like he's played in a World Series, pitched in a World Series, and it's something that a very young team like Toronto mm-hmm. doesn't really have any experience in. And even when they were good, they didn't really have anyone on that on that roster that was had experience really in a World Series, playing a championship level, playing at the yeah. highest level of competition there is. And I think that's something that is going to be huge for them this year and help in the development of their young players.
1: Mm.
2: Another thing, sorry, sorry. for me is Chase Anderson came from the Brewers, and their pitching staff and their pitching coaches are just not known for being good. I'm sorry. So, yeah, he had a 4.2 last season, but he was in the threes the year before, and his career is 3.9. But I think moving away from the Brewers, having a new staff, getting some advice from Ryu, and possibly – You know, I think that that's going to make a difference. I think we're going to see him do better. I I don't know. He's thirty-two, so we we saw with the
1: Brewers, they had a great pitching staff from top to bottom, and Mm -hmm. now I'm not saying last year because I think Derek Johnson was the biggest part of that, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'm not seeing the flashes like with Derek Johnson or not, Uh, Mm -hmm. and I think that he's worse without. Obviously, I think everybody could use a guy like Derek Johnson, but. When we're talking about when I when I look at the whole picture, and I'm just like, okay, top half of this potential lineup uh, being Bobashek, uh, Kevin Biggio, mm-hmm. Goriel Junior, Guerrero Junior, and then Shaw. Um, that that's solid. And then I just look at the bottom half, and it's like, is it, we're, we're, it it seemed like we just picked up. I I, I don't know. It, it's just guys that I'm not too impressed with, and I don't think I will be impressed with this year. This, this, this mm-hmm. There's I this just rotation. see them
2: being more so consistent, and I think that that's going to make a drive for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, is it better? No, but you could see that the front office made an effort to mm-hmm. at least find something to fix up the top half of the road For two. me, sure. I see the better Red Sox the
2: choking, and I see <laughs> the Blue Jays kind of coming up above that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm not saying that they're going to blow the Red Sox out of the water, but I think they're going to finish above them. Just because they do have young talent, they're trying, and you can tell that they really care and that they're trying to make a push. And I don't get that from the Red Sox.
0: I, I, I have a lot... I, personally, I have a lot of issues with uh, the Red Sox rotation, mm-hmm. and even more so uh, their, their bullpen. Like You're looking at Brandon... Workman, Matt Barnes, uh, you know, just Josh Taylor, Marcus mm-hmm. Walden. None of those guys are like <laughs> guys that are gonna blow you away. Right? Yeah, I can't. No. I don't know who any of those guys are. And no. that, and their number one guy, their number one lock in the bullpen is Brandon Workman. Can you guys? This is honor, the Blue Jays bullpen. No, this is the Red Sox. Bullpen.
1: The Red Sox, sorry.
0: So can you can you ask, see exactly if? For you. That's your <laughs> and you did and you thought that was got and we thought you were talking about the boutique. Yeah, and no, I mean just, I, I lost
1: my focus. I was looking at my thing live is stream. Is the
2: Red Sox, they finished third last year. They haven't added anything new. If and anything they they've gotten rid of
1: yeah. good they, they, players,
2: you know, yeah. they I finished don't see third them being third again.
3: They didn't yeah. add anything. If anything no. they lost. They lost exactly. two pieces. So like how that's how you go up by losing. By losing pieces, I, that exactly. doesn't
2: make any and for sense. for me, the Blue Jays added pieces that they needed. I think that they're going to make an actual push.
1: I, I feel like a lot of the, uh, this rotation just screams the five man in the rotation, the five or the mm-hmm. six-slash-spot-start guy.
2: I don't know. I feel like a lot of the arguments you're making can be you know, the same for the Red Sox. They
1: absolutely can because I, I will bash that rotation mm-hmm. and that pitching staff all day long because it's just – I just don't know what you're doing. I mean, when you, when you, when you see you you look across yeah. the division and your guys are you you're facing someone that just picked up uh Garrico on top of what they already had. Yeah. And you are doing nothing. Mhm. I you know, I can't support it, but I do think that the Red Sox highs will be higher than the Blue Jays. That's just my opinion. Um I hope I hope that this Blue Jays lineup will do very good because they, the, the youngsters, I'm so excited to see the youngsters yeah. and these sons of guys that can be really good. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's one,
0: yeah, one of the most exciting infields. absolutely, yeah, it is. Absolutely,
1: absolutely you know that it they've is. they've gotten
2: advice from like their father, so I think that that's something that they can also bring to the table. I'm a big advocate of young talent, and that's why for me, I just see them in the third spot.
1: Sure.
0: Is, is there now? I have a
1: question for you guys. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: is. Do you see a future for the Orioles? Because I know that they have one of the best catching prospects in the game right now.
1: Rushman. A catching
2: yeah. prospect doesn't make a team, though. I think that they can possibly trade him for other pieces, but as of right now, I don't really see them trying to do I mean, anything new.
0: I mean, they do have an outfielder that is going to draw a lot of interest, and that's Trey Mancini. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, people yeah, forget yeah. about how really? good he is, but he's going to be a big trade piece. Um, and you can tell that they're building up their... Uh, you, you can tell that they're building up their uh, their farm system. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the Orioles are going to be bad, but I I, I think see I see them. I actually, I actually disagree in the fact that I think that they they do have a plan. And I, I'm th- sure maybe,
2: that they have and, a plan. I don't and and it's, see I don't it. It's, a good it's one. hard for us. It's yeah. hard. It's
3: hard for us on the outside looking in to figure yeah. out what that plan is. I mean, remember when Houston was had like three seasons of a hundred mm-hmm. losses, and they now we, they are where they are. I mean. Mm-hmm teams do this and it's all about you know trying to develop and you know making yourself better and then when you go full rebuild you mm-hmm. go full f- uh, full rebuild and you s- you're terrible
1: for a lot of years. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here's a here's a stat. But
2: I'm not seeing full rebuild yet and I think that that's still going to take some time.
1: We we're still holding on to Chris Davis.
0: They're stuck. There's st- that's, that's an Albatross contract that You are in.
1: stuck. Okay. You are stuck. Well, what is this? 12 home runs, 30, 36 RBI, 179 average for, the, for, for, for Chris Crush Davis.
2: Is it in his contract that he has to play a certain amount of games? If not, why isn't he on the bench?
1: I, I don't. $24 million? This, see, is, If that you have good a contract game, with you somebody,
2: you can't get rid of them. That's yeah. fine. If those numbers are that bad, bench him.
1: But, but see, the year before, 16 home runs, 49 RBI, 168 average. Two fifteen average, two twenty one average. So why is this he is, playing? I have no idea. They,
0: they signed him when he was in the middle of like a breakout year. When he, they they made a mistake by giving him a long term contract. Oh my god. Because he had a breakaway, he had a break uh, breakthrough season. Mm-hmm. He had three. Ago. He had
1: three, four, five breakaway seasons. Thirty three homers, 53, 26, fifty three, twenty six, forty seven, thirty eight, twenty six, and yeah. I'm uh,
2: a big fan of consistency, and I think. Yeah, you might have a couple breakaway great years, but if you're pulling in those numbers for, what, in the next three well, or four I, years, I, I, I that's know. awful.
0: I don't know how you pre- – my thing is I don't know how you predict that. That's that true. Because like,
2: Don't sign immediate pre- breakaway players.
0: Because previously he had shown that like multiple seasons of mm-hmm. being the guy in Baltimore, yeah. being the potential guy in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have no – you can do all the analysis. You can do all these.
2: But do you think you can attribute that to the coaching staff? If he had yeah. this great talent, now he's – just a dud. A com- literally, for lack of a better term, he's a complete dud. Yeah.
0: In mean, a long term track
2: making lots I mean, of money at, doing nothing.
0: You look at Lucas Duda, who was. A, There's a, people
2: the in Single A that I'm sure would pull in better numbers than that.
1: No, I mean, now look, hold on, look at this potential lineup. Uh, this this literally looks like uh, this this literally looks like a minor league team. Tell me if you tell me who you, who you know from this from this lineup, okay? Hanser Alberto, raise your hand. I know you, I know you guys can't, can't see us, you can't see but no one hands. is raising their hand. Trey Mancini, we all know, yeah. great, 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 great player stuck in a, uh, yeah. a, a, a trash can. He's he struck in the middle of a trash it can. reminds
2: me of Christian Galeach right now with what yeah. the Brewers are doing.
1: Um, Anthony Santander, nobody. Reynado uh, Nunez, nobody. Rio Ruiz, nobody. Austin Hayes, nobody. Chris Davis. We know that guy yeah. from two thousand twelve.
0: Because of how astronomically bad he
1: was. Jose Iglesias, great. He's stuck in a trash mm-hmm. can. Chance Cisco. No, I mean low key. I
0: mean, I, you know that they signed Iglesias to be a trade bait in a deadline. Mm-hmm.
1: You want to look at? You want to look at the possible rotation?
0: Yeah, let's do Stevie Wilkerson
1: as the ace. Projected John Means. Who is that?
0: No, <laughs> the pirates. Well, like, do you see his pirates last name is memes?
2: Now.
1: Memes.
2: Memes. Okay.
0: always said memes, like the like the. Funny the pirates would be the all <laughs> the right like, there. Look, the pirates look elite compared to that. that yeah, is yeah like, that is true. That's but funny. I I, Alex Cobb.
1: Alex Cobb went here to die. I for you, you forgot mm-hmm. about Alex Cobb. And then Asher. I just wanted
0: him a couple of seasons ago. Again.
1: Asher Wojciechowski. Asher Wojciechowski. I remember him being. Uh, You know, one of those guys that the Reds brought up in like September. And, we, you know, he was being like that mm-hmm. six-slash-spot-start kind of guy. And he's projected to be your three-starter. Then um. Wade LeBlanc went there to die. Brandon Bailey and Tommy Malone. Who are these What's people? their
2: average ERA? Huh? What's their average ERA?
1: And we'll go down the whole list. The <laughs> ace. Go down, go down. The ace. ERA, 4.12. Number oh, two. Four point seven eight, number three. Four point eight one, number four. Four point seven two, number five. Four point three four, and, and the six. Four point
0: four four. They're consistent. You can. They're all in the fours. This is true.
1: That that's why I'm upset about this. I'm just like, are these? T- who are these people? Mm-hmm. You have money. Like it. It's almost uh, like equal to what the Bengals are doing at the moment. You know. I just. There's no plan there. Yeah. At, le- at least. I mean. Like. At least. I kind of know some of those guys. You know. <laughs> But I'm just – i I'm I'm yeah, sickened. That,
0: yeah, I mean, Austin Hayes is your starting outfielder. Who yeah. is that? He would not even be on – he wouldn't even be on the four. he would barely be on a 40-man roster on anywhere else. If that. That's
3: bad. I want to point out, we were talking about the Chris Davis contract. Remember when he signed that, Baltimore was still, like, somewhat decent. Hey, they were in, it. They were like, in there, it, yeah. There was a year where they won the division and they were, like, the best team in the American League.
1: That seems like ancient history. <laughs> I,
3: I know, like – so, it just shows you how ridiculous his contract was and, like, for the stats that he's producing.
1: I mean, you couldn't really blame him. Well, hold on. You look back and it's when like. You,
3: when someone offers you the bag, you take
1: well, it. Well, I mean, when you're hitting 286, 53 bombs and 138 RBI, whoa. Mm-hmm. That's, that just jumps off the paper. Two years later, you know, the average is still dipping, but 47 bombs and 117 mm-hmm. RBIs. You can't blame either parties and then and then it's just like, whoa, whoa, we're dipping average it's like he mm-hmm. just forgot how to hit or he had like then he have like, spasm. I think we can
2: attribute that to coaching staff though because that's what we're seeing throughout most of those players that had those amazing breakouts mm-hmm. and then they spent two years with this team and then boop, did he down, go like
3: a dipping. month last year without a hit too yeah. last you guys
0: remember yes I yes
3: he was, it, was, it was like yeah.
0: the longest streak yeah. ever it, yeah you guys remember when Mark Trumbo played
1: for the Orioles. Oh yeah, yeah. When you had Chris Davis and Mark Trumbo going back to back, I yeah.
0: remember. I rem- That's crazy. I Called remember. Them Dash when, Bros. I, rem- I remember <laughs> when I remember when Trumbo, w- he was part of that same class with Trumbo, Trumbo, Harper, uh, Trout. They were all together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Just Then Trumbo ended up playing with Trout at one point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. And so like, it's so hard to believe that that guy.
1: Is that's
2: not, where they came from. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That guy's probably gonna sign with some random team in Japan. Is he alive?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing too much.
0: Yeah. Well, Imagine
2: coming up with Mike Trout, though and then going and playing in Japan.
1: That's disappointing. That is disappointing. Hey, hey, uh, well, Japan might be better than playing with the Orioles, I mean, man. Japan, yeah. <laughs> he could be he,
0: I mean, let's not knock Japan like yeah. Japan the Nippon League is still one of the best leagues yeah. in baseball. They're they're like there's they're better than triple A. So mm-hmm. there's like it's like a bridge between. It is a big
2: adjustment though, going from, you know, our league to Japan.
0: It, or it, Cor- or and Korea, that's not, and that's not even yeah. factor, and that's not even factoring in the kind of environment that
2: you're in. Exactly, true, especially true. with um. The coronavirus.
1: Oh my gosh! That's, that's not in Japan. That's that is, is it, that is racist. <laughs> get, her, get her, off the no, air. And, uh,
0: <laughs> no, it's there. I'm sorry.
2: As the coronavirus has spread to Israel, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it's in Japan. They're just not telling us yet. If it uh, they're, is, they're Israel.
3: much forthcoming about information than China is. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Let's look yeah, it up. Well. I'm sure it's there.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm, I'm, I'm just going. i not. I'm not going to speak <laughs> on <anymore>. it. <laughs> 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 uh, we have lost
0: control of the band. I said. I said we We're move on. <laughs> I said we move on. on. Let's <laughs> move on. Hannah, you've been demonetized.
2: It's in demonetized. Japan. It's in Japan.
0: You've been demonetized. It's like, in
1: Japan. That's okay. not wrong. I think. I think we. Uh, it's just. Should, I uh, just know
2: that it's spread throughout <laughs> Asia. Okay. Let's let's let's
0: yeah. Under, let's sweep up the, that comments
1: under the book. Okay. Can, can oh, we give one wrong. update for those of us just joining? I was not wrong. Uh, well, we were going down. Had a great segment about baseball, <laughs> and then somehow we got on the coronavirus. But uh, <laughs> on to the next segment, uh, my man hot Dimitri. Hot takes. Hot takes. Hot, hot takes. What you got, buddy?
0: Expansion teams. This is
2: always a hot debate in MLB. We won thirty-two teams and we won them now. But so, why? This is thirty. It's. The, I feel like the league is already so big. It just feels like another money grab. I mean, for them. it's all money. about the money. I just show to me be be the honest, money. Overall, Come my on. opinion on it's not that big. I just don't see why adding two more teams is at all Come necessary. On.
0: A Portland, a Portland Seattle rivalry. Come on, that
3: would
2: be great. That would be great, great for the Pacific to- Northwest. I mean, if you have the money to put two teams there, go ahead. You want
1: this because you can't root for your own team. Mm-hmm. And you're saying maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, if, I can. If there's two I more can. teams.
0: I, I will cheer my team on as we were losing 12-1 to in eighth NA in any game. I will do it. However, as a White
2: Sox I w- fan, I feel that. But this week is going to be great. So
1: nah, that's I all have to we'll, say. We'll see. We'll
0: mm. see. I, I still think the Twins. We will do the AL Central next week. Um, anyway.
2: Oh, it's going to be a good show.
0: It's going to be a good show. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, sure. Zach, Zach, I know we did our research because we here at Diamonds and Negros actually do our research. It <laughs> <and,
1: laughs> um, so, might not seem like it, it, but we actually do. We do. <laughs> do our research. Yeah, we do.
0: Um, and all of 26 of our followers on Twitter can agree with that. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> what are some of the cities that have been, you know... Sort of
3: so, exposed. so uh, there are like six team, six city, potential cities that come up when talk about e- expansion that Rob Manfred, in his infinite wisdom, has mentioned. That being uh, Portland, Las Vegas, Charlotte, Nashville, Montreal, and Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, all six of these options make sense in their own way. Also, some of them don't seem as practical as the others. Uh, honestly, Montreal probably makes the most sense. They had a baseball team there, so they still have a stadium. They have, uh, I mean, Toronto's going to play some of their spring training games, I believe, there in Montreal. So, to me, that makes the most logical sense. It's the second biggest city in Canada. And all you would really have to do is renovate the stadium
2: mm-hmm. to make
3: it more uh, accommodable for uh, the fans.
2: I agree with you with Montreal. I think if they're gonna, if they're going to add more teams, I think, yeah, that's probably the number one place you should do it. Like you said, you don't need to build a new stadium. Just add some renovations. Listen. I think it'll be interesting to have you know two teams in Canada. Maybe get a rivalry going for them.
1: Sure.
0: I listen, mean, yeah. I mean, listen, uh, Rob, m-
2: my buddy Rob, down in the MLB commissioner
3: buddy. office.
2: Um, <laughs> my guy, Robbie. <laughs> um, <Blahly>. Rob, <laughs> Rob, <laughs> Rob, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs>
3: take notes.
0: Take notes. Write it down um, and find a way to mess it up. Um, anyway, I do. <laughs> I do. <feel laughs> <you. I> <laughs>
2: We're about to get sued. Um, <laughs> um, anyway,
0: uh, no, I think that, you know, they were discussing having a team in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm, they were a split the split season thing. I, and he, honestly, yeah. I hate
1: that idea. That's a, a stupid, a stupid idea. But if we can do that, we can put a team there. That's what I'm that, saying. That most let's, definitely.
0: Bring the, let's bring back the Montreal Expos. So why not?
1: You know, I, yeah. I actually didn't mind that idea as much because I was like, I would just hate to play at Tropicana Field. It's Even dumb. with the 96 win team It's so dumb The, the area is wrong The people mm-hmm. don't come If you're winning or not yeah. The people are not coming they're just, they're just like Bro, we don't care I, and so, I just want to point out About Tropicana You're in Florida Why are you mm-hmm. playing In a dome? That is true You're, I'm, in, Florida. you're in Florida Rain? Rain? You, look, you, you look at people like Potentially, but it's Florida That's You look true. at people like Minnesota Or Cincinnati That rains or snows uh, All the so time So it makes sense Colorado Yeah, yeah sure uh, Florida I mean, it rains in Florida. Yeah. But yeah, but it's, it's like most of the time it's Come sunny. Uh, now, now I, I I do see that being I, if we're if we're going to rank those, I see that team, being like though, number one in
2: a state that doesn't have a stadium or a team yet, and just having an entirely new team. Like where? I don't know.
1: We could think like Las Vegas, Portland,
2: Portland, Portland. Portland.
1: And I I think Las new Vegas,
0: Mexico, yeah. <laughs>
3: That was a, that was I was looking at some other articles, and that was potentially one of those places they talked about was Albuquerque. Ha. I mean, it's just <laughs> like ha- wow. ha- it's just halfway big cities that people are just what suggesting, if told, you know. in Hawaii. That, I, uh, I, I, I would like would
0: that.
3: That'd that
2: would would. be a disaster. You do go. They sh- that's where they sh- <laughs> should move the College World Series and, Canada, and then, then move one, one to Alaska. Get the two teams oh going. Sorry, uh, no, I, I and seen. then put a dome in because Alaska is dark for the majority of the year. There's no sun.
1: <laughs> okay, now our, our 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 colleague has gone rogue. <laughs>
0: Ever since her coronavirus
1: <laughs> comment, she's <laughs> gone into deep. But so okay, with the Hawaii idea,
0: I got ideas. what the Rob, Rob, I got you, bro. I got
1: you. Do not worry. Yeah. say say the Hawaii idea Let, let's just bring yeah. that to fruition uh I, I think that's think where that's... the College World Series should be moved I think that would yeah. be awesome something like but that I don't the, think the I don't up think it's Omaha like,
2: for an actual team I'm just saying yeah. why is the state that doesn't have
1: anything but yeah. then you say you move that and then that opens up another need for baseball and then you go get an MLB team yeah I think personally Las Vegas is the city the the place to be at the moment just because <laughs> you got the Raiders moving in with this like billion dollar project mm-hmm. that's Insane. I still, really cool still come to the be. MGM. It is very touristy. That is the problem. Like residents and deserty, but
2: you're gonna get money. But that that's
3: gonna. I mean, it's so much easier to package something around. Yeah. You know, to get people to come for the weekend. You know, come yeah. and go to the casino. If, or, you're, if you're willing or to take to a, a shot. Baseball but
2: at the same time, are your fans really your fans, or are they just mm-hmm. tourists?
0: That's my biggest point. Like, it's how do you do? Because you have to develop a loyal
2: fan base. Yeah. Sure,
3: but when you're a baseball team all about the money.
2: And that could be a good way because I feel like the MLB when it comes to social media doesn't have the presence that the NFL and the NBA did so hypothetically if they were to put it in Las Vegas that might kind of get that push for that
0: get I, them I
3: the
2: entertainment aspect I agree.
3: Going. I think Vegas I think a lot of people are noticing that you know it was so outlaw like it was so controversial to put pro sports in mm-hmm. Las Vegas because of the gambling and everything and now that you have these leagues that are allowing it to happen yeah. it's not as taboo as it used to be oh, and yeah. i think las vegas because it's also close to los it's close to mm-hmm. los angeles so you get you can get people to come over and i think it's a hotbed of you know potential market that people don't truly understand
2: true
0: i, I, see will, with that. I will say something though if they brought two new t- expansion teams which is what we're looking at if they decide to do that it's gonna be two right um the issue is a where do they put them you would have to restructure the divisions. So your divisions would have to be similar to the NFL. Or so you
3: would go, instead of having three, you would have four. Yeah. Okay. But so... You
0: have to restructure it. Um, so it's even. Yeah. And I I mean, I would love to see a different... I, I would like to see the NL Central changed up a little bit. Or maybe, you know, the Pirates might be a team in the East or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And um, then you have, like... You have moved, like, the Marlins down into, like, a potential... I, NL South yeah they
0: they also brought up yeah they also brought up the fact that instead of the, the of doing something like that NHL has like where they just have a conference that was an idea that they brought up as well a couple of years ago that was just a you know a draft idea mm-hmm.
3: but uh I just want to point out with the idea about putting a second team in Canada you know the NHL's been very successful to have multiple teams in Canada mm-hmm. the NBA used to have a team in Vancouver and that team mm-hmm. is now in Memphis uh. I just that would be one issue, like for you know, because hockey is very big in Canada, so that's obviously never going to be a problem. Yeah. But having a sport that's not necessarily a big sport in the nation, trying to trying to fill two stadiums yeah. for team for fans, I think might be a little bit of a struggle. Even though Vancouver and Montreal mm-hmm. are big markets, I, if I had to pick one. I'd probably just go Vancouver, just because mm-hmm. you would want more people on that side of the country to get for involved. Sure. And uh, even though it would require you to build a stadium, Montreal makes the most logical sense. Yeah. I think Vancouver makes is the, the better destination mm-hmm. overall. And then if we were to put the team there, I'd probably say either Portland or, like, Nashville.
2: Mm-hmm. My thing, though, with in Canada is moving the stadiums farther apart potentially can make it harder to spark that rivalry. I feel like the closer the teams are together, you can go see, the say, Hold on. Let me rephrase. Say mm-hmm. you do create a rivalry between these two new teams, right? The farther you move that stadium away from that original team, the harder it's going to be for those fans to go over there and watch that you know, rivalry games where they play each other. And I think that could potentially hurt that market.
3: I mean, it can, but you see rivalries all the time throughout sports, you know, East mm-hmm. Coast, West Coast. I mean, look at the Boston-LA rivalry and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean... So it wouldn't be, it would be kind of, not comparing that mm-hmm. this rivalry would be that level, but, like, it's yeah. possible that it could happen. But
2: in our market already, baseball is already a pretty big sport, and over there it's really not. Because know, it's hockey. Exactly, and so I think maybe having the stadiums closer could help build that.
3: Potentially. Potentially.
2: Nope. But, yeah, I do think that, you know, if you weren't going to go with Montreal, I think Vancouver would be the next now, place to a, put it,
0: just because our market
2: uh, is so big.
0: Now, what about a team that would be in, uh... You know, we always forget this location. Um, but if we're going to do something out of market, out of the U.S., what about a team in Puerto Rico or a team? I was thinking maybe Mexico City yeah. or Mexico City. You know, that, that's an untapped market, and I feel like down there, baseball is a bigger thing than New yeah.
2: Canada. I think definitely in Puerto Rico for sure because I feel like, or maybe even the Dominican. I feel like you or always hear tons Me- of players City. coming in. Yeah, I think from those markets already. Mexico
3: City makes a lot of sense, but yeah. politically, I think there are too many other issues trying to be solved right now. Yeah. that
2: I, think um, I feel like maybe Mar- some Americans shot. would
3: not feel safe putting themselves there and living mm-hmm. there all the
1: time. Uh, definitely not in the Dominican. I don't think no. that should be. You know, when players are going home to the Dominican in the offseason getting, getting shot, shot up, yeah. I don't want to do that. But no. I think there was a lot of success with the Mexico series uh, mm-hmm. throughout the season. You know, we saw Reds and the Cardinals go. That was awesome. I like yeah. that stadium. I like the uh, the vibe. And it's it's not – like crazy far out of the States, you know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. it's right there. It's not like going across to London and that was an awesome series, yeah. but I don't think we could put it a team that make right any there sense right now. Me. You know?
2: And I, I think <coughs> if you want to go, if you're thinking about political climates, the best way to go would be putting a stadium in Puerto Rico just because the U.S. does have a lot closer ties with them than we do, say, Mexico and the Dominican. Sure. Um, as I, for safety, I feel like a lot of Americans c- might get a bit prissy about going to those locations if they're not a touristy spot. But at the same time, if you're trying to make money with the baseball team, you're going to put it in a touristy spot. So I think that, that kind of... ex. Is that off of the list of concerns? But I don't really see that being the market that they're really going to go for right now. No, I think potentially in well, the future. It's a
0: completely, it's a completely untapped yeah. market that we've never touched before. So you're getting like a lot of you know local crowd for mm-hmm.
2: that.